All right, welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Green Door Podcast. I am your host, Nacho Vegas. I'm with I'm with Electra Rain. Hello. And uh, we're going to be talking about some cool stuff, and um, I hope you guys enjoy. And if you guys like what you see so far, don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. And um, But yeah, let's get started. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Great, great. And uh, so, you know, this was the sex club when we contacted each other, right? Yeah. So I gave you a tour of what you think of it. Oh, uh, it's really nice. It's really nice. Um, I've been to a few clubs in a few different places and there's a lot more going on here, like a lot more different spaces than I've seen most places. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Like what states did you visit those other clubs? Um, uh, so Chicago doesn't have sex clubs. They only have dungeons like really specifically like for kink only uh -huh. um so that's kind of a bummer um and then my favorite one that i've been to is in new orleans mm. uh, and my least favorite one that i've been to was in nashville one in nashville is really crappy like crappy like it's just like it's really expensive for one like ridiculously expensive to go there and then it just like i don't know i didn't feel like they had the same hygiene standards or attention to detail as other clubs did and it was really like really convoluted with like a lot of rules but it didn't seem like it was really for anyone's safety it was just kind of confusing oh, so okay. i it was like not great i don't know the vibe was just weird the vibe yeah. was weird yeah i hear you um i know that a lot of clubs that i've been to i've been to at least a dozen of them yeah. and, and uh a lot of them compared to this one have like either some kind of crazy membership yeah. price or if you're not a member like you have to like even for a male you have to go through a trial like they have to screen you yeah and they do like not full background check but they check your social media yeah they see what kind of person you are yeah and another the other thing is that a lot of them are small so like it's very clickish yeah and um what's cool about us is that we you don't need to be a member to come in I mean, we have do we have memberships but we don't like really promote that too yeah. much but we're so close to the strip. Right, I'm sure you get a lot of out-of-towners. A lot of out-of-towners, a lot of like people from all over the world, and like um, uh, just first-timers, really. Yeah. And and so we we don't have any like crazy like lingerie night or anything like that, like, or you have to get naked or stuff. Like, no, you just come in if you're, we have, you saw we have plenty of chairs, yeah. and you could just sit and watch and be, as long as you're comfortable. Yeah. And that's what we promote like the safety and all that stuff yeah yeah it seems really nice yeah and that's what keeps people coming back yeah and um yeah so i'm, I'm pretty proud of this place i mean i've been coming here for over 10 years before oh. i started yeah since like 2008 mm -hmm. and then i got into the adult industry in 18 19 maybe 2000 right before the pandemic yeah and uh so i haven't like really done much here but but i've like I like to see how it grows and like and a lot more younger faces rather than like the older crowds, right? Like, you know, which don't not knocking them because they kind of paved the way. Yeah. But it's nice to see new people come in all the time. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know. I've never been to a club. I've I've always been the youngest person at the club. Okay. Like, by far, anytime I've ever gone there. Um, in fact, the first time I went to a sex club was the one in New Orleans. Um, I was there with my girlfriend, and. We were certainly the only people there under 30. Uh -huh. There was one other straight couple who, oh, we were the only non-straight couple. And there was one couple there and they're probably like mid thirties and then everyone else was like over 50. 
like oh, 50 uh, and up which like, is fine i don't yeah. i don't mind i like a wide range of age of ages but it would be cool to be someplace where like okay yeah there also are people in their 20s and 30s and whatever. right so that's cool to hear that you get yeah younger crowd too yeah and this whole side of the of this plaza here like uh, if you go on one side it's a um, all male uh, sex club oh like, neat yeah and then we have us like mm-hmm. we're kind of more bi curious mm-hmm. and then straight and a lot of couples and then um and then you got the nice restaurant and then you have the gay bar there so right. it's like everyone knows who we are that's cool so when you have that wristband like you go to any spot right and they're like oh yeah you guys that's so cool we have always been the only queer couple mm-hmm. as far as we could tell any place we've ever been yeah so that'll be interesting to see if that changes right yeah. exactly um so you are in the adult industry now i am yeah and how long you've been in uh so i started in 2015 um i took a break for talking about porn i took a break from 2017 until last year and then i came back about a year ago in full force um, but I've been dancing since 26, 2016, um, like pretty consistently. I mean, not like through a lot of COVID, but otherwise right. pretty consistently. Right. What did you do during COVID? Uh, cried. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I, oh my God, the timing was so bad. So I, I actually, I was off dancing for a lot of 2019 too, because I had three surgeries. Um, and then... I was back in the club. I missed it so much. I like cried about just how much I missed dancing. I was back in the club for one week <laughs> when everything shut down due to COVID. No. So that was really rough. Um, but just like everybody else, I hopped on the OnlyFans train. And then through OnlyFans and networking and meeting other people, um, a friend ended up connecting me with an agent that I don't work with anymore, but an agent um, who kind of convinced me to come back into porn um, uh-huh. and then that just kind of picked off and that's what I've been doing since nice um I've only seen a few things of your work mm-hmm. and um just by association like wh- what we sh- who we shot for yeah but what kind of scenes do you generally do um <laughs> I do anything I have like okay. very 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 few limits I will shoot anything uh, but until very recently, I had blue in my hair, and so a lot of directors were really hesitant to work with me. So, probably what I'm most known for is anal, which, like, is fun. <laughs> I have a great ass, and I do like anal. It's just that, like, if it were up to me, anal would probably be, like, 20%, 30% of the scenes that I shoot. Yeah. And instead, it's like, oh, yeah, no, almost every time that they're calling me, they're calling for anal. Okay, <laughs> fine. Do you think it's easier to do anal or vaginal? Uh, for me, it's easier to do vaginal, for sure. But I know that's not true for everybody. Right. But I can I can fit, like, anything in my pussy. I don't need, like, warm-up or practice, really. Like, if we have lube, I can fit it in my pussy. Mm-hmm. So that's easy. Anal, use, like, the whole preparation, and then I, like, worry that I didn't prepare enough. And then when you worry, things get worse. Plus, also, like... When you have anal sex for real, like, not for the camera, like, just in your personal life, you know, it doesn't last all that long. Maybe a couple hours. Maybe. That's it. Uh And so you don't need to do nearly as much cleaning and preparation. And also, when you start anal, like, usually when you start anal in your personal life, you're going to start with, like, a finger or a small toy, and you kind of work your way up to having a dick in your ass. Right. But for porn, when you are 
when it's like time to start roll, like you've you've already done all the paperwork, you've done the photos, you filmed the intro. It's like time to start the anal. You're expected to just be ready to have the biggest dick ever in your ass, like porn star dick in your ass. So you need to get ready all by yourself in advance, and you need to clean yourself well enough that like you know you're shooting for a full day. Like right. you're on, so you have to fast from the night before, and then you're on set. <laughs> Sometimes early in the morning, sometimes there's one director I've worked with a lot. I'm not going to name names. He know who he is. And I love working with him, except that he often has a 1230 call time. So you're not even in makeup until 1230. That's so cruel for anal because you can't yeah. eat. So like if you're in makeup at 1230 and there's probably another girl in makeup, maybe even two other girls in makeup, you're not even stepping on to set. Like cameras aren't rolling until two maybe yeah. um and then film intro like whatever else so 233 you start the actual sex and you're like but i haven't eaten oh, yeah. like i am horny but i haven't eaten right um so that part is rough and that's part of why like even though i do really enjoy anal um i would rather anal be a smaller percentage of my shoots right but that's okay. People seem to like it when I do anal, so I will keep doing it. Actually, I have uh, anal next week. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. I remember I was an extra for a, a shoot. I'm not going to say which one, but, like, he wants everyone to, even the extras, to be there at the same time. Yeah. And, like, so I'm there. But first things first, like, they order lunch. And uh, and the girl, I, I don't know what she was doing. Uh, she probably was doing anal. I, I don't really, like... Uh, when I'm not needed, I'm like outside or something, and until I'm usually there at the end. But like, she wasn't eating, and she was like, got that face, like, oh, and like I'm eating the pizza, or oh. I'm eating like sometimes like they order like like uh, raising canes, or <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm like, right. don't look, don't look, I'm gonna eat the slice, you know. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah I shot anal on Thanksgiving, like on Thanksgiving Day. Uh huh. That's cruel. That's it's cruel. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and I couldn't eat. Was it like a Thanksgiving anal scene? Like, like was there? Turkey? No, okay. you wouldn't know that it was shot on Thanksgiving, except mm. that I was like tweeting and I was like, "Hello, it's Thanksgiving. I'm shooting anal for <laughs> website." Um, but what? I, like, I mean, I still like it was a director I've worked with a bunch of times, and I had a really nice time. But I was like, "Food." <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, as far as like your OnlyFans and stuff, mm. like what? what scenes do you like to put out for your, Ooh, your own stuff? That's a really good question. Um, I really like girl, girl because like I'm gay for real. Um, and so it's really fun getting to like, if I'm directing, like it's just a scene for myself. Um, it's really nice to be able to be like, okay, no, let's have like a somewhat or entirely authentic sexual experience. Like and not really like, you know, we'll make sure we're at, the right angle for the camera but otherwise like the things we're doing are the same things that we would be doing if there wasn't a camera right. which is very different than shooting girl girl for a studio um so it's number one it's more fun um, right. getting to do it kind of authentically but number two it also just is nice you know it's hard i like a lot of porn but my girlfriend is even much more gay than I am. And so there's not a lot of porn out there that she likes because she's like, all this lesbian porn was made for men. Like, it was not made for me. And and also, I think it gives people sort of an unrealistic expectation of like, what does lesbian sex look like? Ooh, lesbian <laughs> sex. So I, I do think it's cool to be... 
Like, not that porn is designed to educate, but it is cool to be educating, like, a little bit. Being like, right. hello, yes, I am a real queer, and I am here to do real queer things. Right. So that's always fun. Similarly, like, I really like shooting by scenes, be it for a studio or otherwise. Um, when I started in porn, that didn't exist. There was no such thing as by scenes. There was, like, the vague concept of a crossover star, and crossover stars were evil and bad. Because yeah. um, most of the time, if it was, like, if you were a male performer and you shot one gay porn scene, that's it, you were a gay performer forever, and you're not allowed to shoot straight porn ever again. Right. And there was sort of this, and there still kind of is, this misconception in porn that all women are bisexual and there is no such thing as a bisexual man. Uh, <laughs> and that's obviously not true. Right. Most of my favorite sexual partners have been bisexual men. Uh, and that's shitty that porn acts like that so it's been really cool in the last few years to see a lot more of a shift towards like bi porn being a thing and yeah. so i really like getting to do that again for the same reason that like porn is not designed to educate but we all know it kind of does a little bit right um so that's cool to be a part of that change and also that's what most of my personal life sex looks like anyway like right. a bunch of queers being queers right so that's always nice um there's i saw this documentary about about this topic and and I remember I forgot his name but he started doing regular porn but mm -hmm. he wasn't getting that much work and then he tried gay porn and he's not gay at all but he did lose all he does is primarily gay porn yeah now. but he lost a lot of fans yeah because even like even the gay fans were judging him because they knew that he was straight and they're like, oh, you're only doing it because it's gay for pay. Sure. You know, it's not, it's not, you're not real. Right. And, like, my first thought on that was, like, everyone gets paid to perform on camera. Right. It doesn't matter if it's gay or straight or, right. like, you know, trans or whatever. But, like, um, you don't, it's hard to, like, if you're that picky about watching people, uh, if you could tell your favorite star is, like, into it or not like I always say just don't watch it because like right. you know just go to a, a sex club you know or something. Right. but uh I don't know like I I know a lot of male talents that that, that they're not bisexual they're not gay they're straight but they still do it because they I don't know they just like to perform yeah and, yeah absolutely and, uh, and that's why I like the job too is being a performer and there is something to be said for like, it's always the worst if I show up to a girl-girl scene or I'm making my own girl-girl content and I, like, meet the girl and we start kissing or even before that, I'm like, oh, fuck, she's straight. And oh, I yeah. can tell. You can tell, I can right? tell. And I'm sure a lot of the fans can tell, too. Um, and so in that sense, it is hard because a lot of times, like, especially if it is a studio shoot, it's like, oh, well, why did you take this job when it could have gone to someone who, like, really wanted to be here? Right. But I also understand the other side of that, which is, like, the more work you can do, the better. It's just, like, if it shows in the scene, like, if you're not doing a convincing performance, then right. maybe those aren't the right types of roles for you. And it's interesting, too, that you're saying, um, what you're saying about the, even the gay fans were mad about the straight performer doing gay porn, because I also know that a lot of straight male performers currently their biggest fan base is gay guys right. and even though like they'll still watch 
the guy fuck a girl, like, they don't really care. They kind of just want to see him fuck. Right. And, like, yeah, they'd love it if he'd fuck a guy, but as long as they're seeing him fuck, like, right. that's enough for them. Right. So it is interesting, like, all the different perspectives that people can have. Yeah. Majority of my fan base are couples. Oh, cool. And, yeah, but, like, usually... Because we all get those mess DMs and, and social medias, and I, get, I always get DMs from couples, and but then it's the husband that's like, oh, how would you fuck my wife, or how would this right. and that, like, or can I suck your dick, you know, like, like, I'm like they squeeze in that question, you know, right. I'm just like, no, and I'm not mean, so like, I, you know, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't like oblige and like, and like accommodate their answer, like with an answer, but like, I'm like, look, man, like, I appreciate you liking my stuff, but I'm straight, right. you know, I don't. I don't uh, do that, you know. <laughs> so like, uh, so the only ones in my ass is my my girlfriend, and that's Aww. it, you know. So, um, so I keep a nice and shaved for her. You know? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's just now with this era, there's so many like lives, different lifestyles, mm -hmm. and it isn't just he and her, or it's it's they and all that stuff, and and different kinds of uh, like, I mean, I've talked to bisexual pansexual you know all these all these different types and, and everyone likes their own thing mm -hmm. and I think people that appreciate for me like ever since I started doing this like when I see a porn I don't look at the sex I look at the camera angles yeah I look at the lighting I so stopped I, watching porn after I shot my first porn because yeah. all I could see was the production value right. but actually since I've been full-time like since coming back that has sort of swung back the opposite way and really? I've started to appreciate the art of it a little bit more yeah. again and like the more people I work with like like I've worked with 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 stars that I've never thought I would ever had a chance to perform with and now that I I have, like I will never watch their videos again. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't, I can't do it. Sure. You know? And I'm just like, oh, because I see them more as a colleague now yeah. than I'm a fan. Like I, it's it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Even like, like sometimes I do like fish around. Like I see what searches are there, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Then I see a male performer like ah fuck I first shot with him before and then, like, <laughs> all right switching it <laughs> it is weird when I this doesn't happen all that often I mostly get off to erotica anyway so like this doesn't happen all that often but every once in a while it'll happen where I'm like browsing around trying to find something and I see like a thumbnail and I'm like that looks really oh I know her and yeah, she right. is not nice and right. I'm like <laughs> right. never mind that would have been so great but I can't now right. and, then, and then also other times I remember the first time I got like a, a pop-up ad from just having been on a porn site and I knew the person in the pop-up ad and I mm -hmm. thought that was really like cool and funny. I was like, oh, I know her. Like right. we've stayed together before. Right, right. So like the other side of it works too. Or like you see your friends and you're like, yeah, that's my friend. That, that part's cool. Yeah. Especially when one of their videos like just goes viral all of a sudden. Yeah. I was pretty happy. Yeah. Like, like I remember like um, this one girl... I don't want to say anything, but I know who, I think I know who you're talking. Uh, who I'm talking about is that she got famous for getting busted on webcam at a university library. Ooh. And like, and I used to see that. I used, I love I used to love watching like things that I think that we're not supposed to watch or like yeah. they could get in trouble kind of thing. And um, and yeah, she got busted and she got kicked out of school, but it launched her career. Right. Um, now she's probably the most popular female performer ever but and then I had a chance to shoot with her and I did and then now I'm just like ah, 
<laughs> like, like neat. neat like all right you know like well, it was pretty cool like kind of surreal in the beginning but afterwards i'm like yeah it was nice working with you and like uh so sucks that you got busted <laughs> you know but you know but yeah it's pretty cool i mean there's just so much out there now it's mm-hmm. like i said so much out there so much to see and do and with this city of vegas it's like like people don't know not a lot of people know the opportunity to to shoot out here because there's so many talent that comes in town. There's so many new websites popping up and companies yes. coming in. Yeah, uh, my previous agent um, used to say, so they, like, they've had the agency for about eight years. Uh-huh. And they said that when they started the agency, probably about 15% of the work they booked was in Vegas and the rest was in LA. And now, or as of last year when I worked with them, um, it's about 40% in Vegas to 60% in LA. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, um, um, I always like, re- I love reading articles. I love watching documentaries. Mm-hmm. I probably watch documentaries way more than porn. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, if I can watch a porn documentary, that's even better. Sure. Right? But, um, I do, I do watch Johnny Sin's channel, YouTube mm-hmm. channel all the time, which he's funny. I got to meet him and stuff. He's just like, nice yeah, he is like, out here, right? In Vegas? Uh, he's back and forth. I, I think okay. uh, Hawaii in here. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, anyways, uh, um, I was looking up, I just saw an article like a couple of days ago on Pornhub and, and I always like to see like the statistics on like what's being searched and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I brushed up, I brushed on it a little bit earlier, but, but the one that like, well, what I used to see all the time was hentai, like anything like it's like MILF or like steps and all that stuff. And like, yeah, family and, stuff is so in right now. I know. And like. I'm not saying I'm tired of it because I like getting booked as the stepdad, <laughs> but like, but uh, uh, it, but there is a trend of new things that are coming out. Yes, I, I, you know, I've been fortunate, I guess, thus far to not get booked for a family scene, probably because of my age. I'm like too old to be a teen, but I'm too young to be a milf, so I'm like not necessarily a stepdaughter or uh-huh. stepmom. Although I could play either, depending on how you do my makeup. Right. I have not yet been booked for a family thing, but I do think, um, oh my god, what's her name? Well, there's one porn star that everybody says I look like, like all the time. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Lena Paul. Everyone always says I look like Lena, Lena Paul. Paul. Yeah, okay. So I, I do kind of feel like one of these days. I, she doesn't shoot a lot anymore for studios. She does once in a while. Um, but I do kind of feel like I have to do a family thing with Lena Paul just because, all like directors tell me, other talent tells me, fans tell me all the time. Like I've even had people say it in a mean way. Like one guy was mad about something on my OnlyFans. Like he was a paying subscriber, and he's like, "Be gone, bootleg Lena Paul." Oh my god! Fuck me. I'm like, is that supposed to be bad? Like what? I'm not upset to hear that I look like Lena Paul. She's beautiful. Like, right. So I just hear it so much that even though I'm not into the family thing, I'm like, well. You guys, like, you're sleeping on an obvious opportunity right. to not book me and Lena Paul as some sort of family thing. Right. Like a, like a good sister, bad sister. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so that would be the top person that you, that's on your desk to shoot with that you would like to do? Oh, no. That's a really good question. Because everyone has a bucket list and or that one. No, I don't really anymore. I will say something that's cool. I... When I was younger, like when I first started in porn, I really liked Owen Gray. Because who, what girl doesn't like Owen Gray? Especially in 2015, what girl didn't like Owen Gray? Um, And I was shooting for a company called Intersex. Uh Um, They were the world's first fetish porn site. It's 
kind of want to inspire kink.com, but it's a lot more hardcore. It's like it's literally torture porn. Like there's more violence than there is sex right. in those scenes. Um, and they don't usually do boy girl, but for this one specific scene, they were gonna. And so they're like, is there anyone that you like that you want us to book as the male talent? And I was like, well, I don't really know a lot of male porn stars. I really like Owen Gray. So like, if you could get someone like kind of like that. And what I really meant was like someone vaguely alternative. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, yeah, done. We booked Owen Gray. So I got to shoot with Owen Gray, which was very cool and fun, especially at 19. But I will say, he always says online that he's like really quiet and kind of shy and awkward, and I didn't really believe him. Oh yeah, he really is like quiet and shy and awkward. Like he just kind of like ate lunch quietly to himself. (laughs) And I'm over here like, that's really Owen Gray sitting here at the table. Oh my God. So I'm like trying to be cool. Like quietly eating my own lunch separately right right you're trying to mimic his moves like <laughs> yeah. like like you're staring so hard where he was like this and you were like <laughs> <laughs> not quite but inside inside yeah so i mean that was a cool experience so i i guess i kind of feel like i already did get to check off my porn bucket list because i was a big fan of own gray before i was even in the industry yeah now I don't know that there's one person that I'm like, oh man, I really wish I could work with them. Although I do, I love Mickey Sweet. She's a really good friend of mine. Um, And we've worked together for like our own content, but we've never been booked together. And so I do think it would be cool to get like officially booked with her. That would be fun. And you guys already have like the chemistry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Boy, do we. (laughs) I make her come like nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What's the easiest way in your experience, mm-hmm. as a female, mm-hmm. what's the easiest way to make another female come? Um, there's no one answer. It's different for every person. Okay. Um, I will say my finger game is really strong, but my honestly, my strap game is also really strong, and I'm really good at eating girls out. So, I don't know. It kind of happens no matter what. Um, but, the, the, no, the real answer is you have to figure out what works for her individually because right. everybody's going to be completely different. Right, right. And um, are you more of a dominant type or submissive, or you switch? I'm a switch. Um, I I'm a switch, but I am with women typically a top, which does not necessarily mean dominant, um, but it often does because you have a strap on. Oh, I have so many strap ons. Yeah. I'm like a strap queen. My my main dick is pierced, like me, because uh-huh. I am also pierced, um, and. Uh, and so that usually gets people pretty excited. But, I, no, I have a whole collection. Like, my girlfriend and I, we have two different ejaculating strap-ons. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, mine is pierced. We have one that's called the blowjob dildo that's hollow, and, like, the urethra is open. So when you suck on it, uh-huh. you're like, there's actual suction. So there's, like, physical sensation for the wearer as well. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that one is very fun. Um, I know how to use a double-ended dildo as a strap-on. Like, it doesn't have to be one of those ones, like a fieldo that's made to be used that way. It could right. be actually I did this in a scene just the other day that's not out yet uh, just like a regular straight double dildo know how to use it at, like a strap on um, even without a harness but it's better if you have a harness I like my harnesses I have I don't know probably two dozen different strap on options and I do often like if I'm gonna go if my girlfriend and I are going somewhere and we think we like might have sex so like maybe we're going to we met someone we're going to go to their house or we're going to uh, a sex club or something I pretty much always bring my strap on with me to the point where I told you the first time 
we ever it was in New Orleans and it was we were the only queers there we've always been the only queers there and so there was that the one other young-ish couple went on the tour with us right when we got there in the beginning and they were very shy and nervous they were very like we're straight and vanilla but we're like trying to spice up our relationship but we like don't know how and we're scared yeah and I like not only am I a big slut all the time like for work and for realsies but I in college and I was still in college at the time or had just wrapped up. I was the director of Northwestern Sex Week, which is like a week of programming every year about like sexual health and wellness and safe sex and making sex more fun and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was the director of the Northwestern Burlesque Show. Um, I just like, oh, and I was the president of the Kink Education Club at Northwestern. So I'm like really into sex education, both literally like how does sex work? How do we do sex safely? But also, how do we make sex better and more fun? And I'm a big queer. So we're, like, talking to this other couple in, the in like, a couch area at the sex club. Like, you could fuck there, but it's not one of the main, like, fuck zones. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and, like, this is how you negotiate kink and, like, find out what your partner will or, like, might or might not want to do. And we talked about, like, want, what won't list. And they're, like, asking questions about my strap-on, and I'm, like, showing uh-huh. them. But it's not, like... A sexy demo it's like I'm just explaining like literally how this works and as I'm talking I noticed that like a bunch more older couples are like coming over like just to listen uh-huh. and so I basically ended up giving like a lecture and a demo to this big crowd about like queers and kink and like navigating sexuality which was very cool and fun I love teaching um so that was all really great and then I did later on get to give a more impassioned demo um, so that was fun too but right. that is an experience that like i will really treasure me the youngest person in the room and one of the only queers teaching all of these like old straight couples like no nah, here's how you fuck better mm-hmm. here's how gays work here's how you fuck better right oh damn that's amazing it was fun um have you well was the guy because usually what, what i've seen here at this club especially in the dungeon room mm-hmm. where a girl will walk in with a strap on and she's like she has her slave or whatever and then like and she's pegging him mm-hmm. and she's doing all kinds of stuff yeah but the couples are the like the single men that come in here they go in they you turn out you know they don't want any part of it <laughs> right but the couples are right. the ones that like watch and then now it's to in the beginning when I started coming here like you'll see the wives more interested mm-hmm. and then the husbands are like I can't watch this like oh my god I can't believe he's taking that dick and whatever right but then now I'm starting to see like the wife's like you know like I could do this to you if you want me to and, and you can see the husband's like you know like thinking about it yeah uh, well I think I mean like obviously perceptions of masculinity in our culture are super weird um, and homophobia is rampant even to this day. Like even the the fact that like bi male porn stars didn't exist is a holdover from the AIDS crisis and this idea that like oh now they're like tainted and bad because they had gay sex, which is like, ridiculous. The gay porn stars test on the same schedule at the same locations. Yeah. Like, this, it, it's the exact same thing. Like right. and also anyone can get or spread HIV. Right. Like, you don't have to be a gay man to have that happen. Um, and there's no. Like, being a gay man and engaging in anal sex is not inherently more risky than being a straight couple that engages in anal sex. Like, right. it, it's just that they have more anal. Um, so that's all ridiculous and stupid. But I think that for a long time, and a lot of people still feel this way, this idea of, like, being penetrated in the ass um, is makes you gay, even if it's a woman doing it. To the point where I once had a guy on OnlyFans, I sent out a message, a mass message, and I asked everyone, I was like, would you rather fuck me or get fucked by me? Um, 
Actually, this wasn't even fucking. It was, would you rather spank me or get spanked by me? Oh, and this one guy responded, spank you because I'm not gay. Oh, I'm my like, God. It's gay to get touched by a woman? Like, right. what? People are so crazy. So they're like, yeah, even if it's a woman fucking me in the ass, that would mean that I'm gay and I'm not gay. Right. But... I think pegging has become kind of a meme um, and just like more widespread throughout pop culture and mm. that has somewhat destigmatized it and opened up a lot more people's minds to it. And I think that's why you're starting to see a lot more men who are like, okay, yeah, maybe, right. because they don't have that same like, no, I'm not gay, so I'm not going to do it type of reaction. It's right. like, okay, they're hearing more about like, no, this is a thing that like guys who aren't gay do and it's okay. Right. Also, like to be gay isn't seen as as problematic as it used to be like there still is rampant homophobia in society but it isn't at quite the same level that it used to be right exactly and it is improving i think what you're doing what you did as far as educating and stuff like we definitely definitely need more yeah for sure and that's why we're here also because we want to hear these stories totally like yeah it's it's pretty awesome and um i mean i have a lot of stories here that I've experienced and one that I could probably share is a lot of because this happened more than once where where I would have sex with a wife and the husband will just cook and just watch but near the end he'll like whisper to me and be like hey like when you're about ready to come pull out take the condom out and then come on her face I'm like okay you know whatever you know so I did that but I did not know that the husband was going to be by her face so now I'm like coming at both of them in their face and, and I'm just like and in my mind I'm like huh like 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 that's all I can say it's like all right. interesting like like like, like, I'm like all right I guess this is happening and then but that happened I remember the first time that happened and then it happened again and again and again like mm-hmm. like almost all like now it's like almost all the time now and I'm just like that's so crazy interesting you know and like this just opens another thing of knowledge like like i didn't know that exists yeah yeah well when you're talking about like cucks specifically the the whole deal with cucks is it's not just about watching like part of the reason i don't consider myself a cuck even though i love to watch someone else fuck my partner is cucking has a very specific connotation that involves um like emasculinization in some way or emasculation in some way. Um, So it's not just like, my wife is getting fucked. It's like, oh no, someone else is taking my place and fucking my wife, which like shouldn't happen and it means I'm less than him. Like this stud is coming in and fucking my wife better than I could or I'm not allowed. All I can do is jerk off in the corner because I'm sad and powerless and blah, blah, blah. So it adds, like even if they're straight, it adds more to that fantasy of like oh and then i got marked with his cum too like i didn't get to fuck he got to fuck my wife and then like i am so beneath them that like he came on me and so it like continues that power fantasy yeah that's crazy Mm -hmm. is there anything that you haven't done or experienced or even seen that you want to oh that's a really good question um I haven't done a bi four way where it's like two guys and two girls and everybody's bisexual that I would really like to do both in my personal life or as a scene. I think that'd be a great scene and you don't really see that. Um, and my experience with DP has been pretty limited, which is something I always wanted to do. Um, and then I finally did have it happen with a close friend and my girlfriend, but the, we were all kind of fucked up like having a fun night and so 
whiskey dick got in the way. Oh, no. Um, and so, like, it was really fun, but it didn't last all that long. And then I got to do a scene with DP, um, but I'm not going to go into too many details, but there were also complications with multiple of the performers. Another guy was supposed to be in the scene, and then, like, he was on set but couldn't perform because his test results were delayed, and another guy was having some kind of challenges, and it was just, like, the whole scene kind of got messed up and, like, didn't go the way it was supposed to. So, like, I have been DP'd, but I haven't really had that experience of, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm getting DP'd, and everything is just, like, going smoothly, and there's, like, no problems, and I got DP'd, so I would still really like to get to do that sometime. Yeah. It's like you get your feet in the water, but yes. you weren't able to like dive in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I understand. And uh, I, I've done a few DPs, a lot of DPs, and like, <laughs> and, uh, and but they're all different for me. It's like I have set guys that I like to work with because of the way I don't know. Yeah, the way you guys fit together. Yeah, and it's, it fits. You know, yeah. like it works out. And then like, and then I shared my, I did my first. Uh, double vaginal mm-hmm. I've only done like two or three of those mm-hmm. and like that was hard I mean it's not I mean it was hard but like it wasn't it no wasn't it, it is challenging and like, I uh when Eziani started his new site two poles one hole oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was the first shoot for that he called my agent specifically was like I want Electra as the first oh, one which was awesome. very flattering yeah. and exciting to me um and it, and it, you know what I had two wonderful performers doing it but it was awkward. Like, not not emotionally awkward. I had worked with both of the guys before, and we, like, kept it light and fun. But, like, finding... It's really physically challenging just yeah. getting those angles right to make it all work. So then when you're doing a whole scene where the point of the whole entire scene is it's double badge, like, okay, well, we have to find enough different positions and angles where it works for the double badge, and we're keeping it interesting when, right. you're, you know, you need, like, an hour of content. Right. Like, it's challenging it for sure. Yeah. And I remember I did, like, I remember I had a scissor with a guy. <laughs> and so we were scissoring. Yeah. And, That's funny. And uh, so our, our our units were aligned like this. <laughs> and uh, up. And then the girl was just yeah, sliding down. That's cool. And it actually was the easiest. Yeah. You know, and like, but, you know, like, we're scissoring and we're, we're like, I don't, have, I don't have problems touching penises or whatever right and like so we're in that position for at least 45 seconds <laughs> because like the girl was like oh yeah i gotta let me loop it up yeah you know? and then like oh okay then we're just like like look man i, I told him I said, look it took me like a whole minute to get in this position like the correct way <laughs> like i am not moving right <laughs> so like like you are committed you're committed let's just talk about baseball or something <laughs> you know, like like i don't care like like uh, so we just made it happen it was actually a really awesome scene nice. yeah it was it was pretty interesting but like i would love to do more of those and and like and i know that like the fans i have like they they love that shit oh and, yeah uh, yeah so it, it but back into like these these new um topics like these new search engine works yeah. like there's you you think that there's more like if you search milk like there's nothing above that unless you're searching for a grandmother or something like that but like but with penetration mature is what it's called mature Mature. that's right and uh but with there's with penetrations uh topics and keywords like there's so many things you could do like you said the four-way uh 
bisexual porn. Yeah. And like, there's all kinds of penetration happening. Right. right? And uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. So, I don't know. I mean, the sky's the limit. Like, I was mentioning, like, one of them was like Mormon was the search word. Mm -hmm. But I did see face sitting. I did see uh, double penetration. I just see, like, Latin guys or Latin women, like in Texas or whatever. And, uh, but, uh, watch it but I think by next year you're gonna start seeing more like DP bisexual porn like yeah I'm kind of hoping for it I mean I, it's not, not really my cup of tea but like I've have been in like some training scenes and mm-hmm. stuff I don't view it as anything else but like a cool person and like boobs and a penis like, <laughs> like, like I'm like all right I guess so <laughs> like, sure yeah, yeah. really awesome so um but hopefully yeah Hopefully things open up more here, especially in this town. Like my goal with this and like with the club and like doing porn. Like I didn't even mean to do porn. I just I met uh, Laura Jensen and, and she was like, "You gotta do porn," and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> you know." And um, I just want Vegas to be like the most liberal destination for anybody, and like in the in there they could go to a place like this or next door wherever and just like no judgment just be you and enjoy the watching enjoy participating enjoy anything yeah you know? so so i'm like really happy that that we got to have this conversation yeah and stuff. me too yeah it's definitely new and, and like and hopefully like people will really appreciate this and appreciate you and and see and watches you more and see you grow and stuff so like yeah i'm happy that you came here yeah but, it's great to be here mm-hmm. but before we um sign off um want to give your social media and oh yeah sure uh my twitter is at electro rain it's electro with a c e-l-e-c-t-r-a-r-a-y-n-e um my brand new instagram because i've been banned for years but now that i moved across the country and got a new phone i okay. got to make a new one uh, is electro from chicago and my website where you can find all my links and everything about me is chicagoslut.com because it's easy to remember and it's easy to spell <laughs> awesome and be sure to um, log on to our website and, uh, and our social media also, and we'll have some photos and some cool, like maybe little behind the scene moments or whatever. So um, I hope you guys do enjoy this podcast again. And I want to thank you guys for checking out our conversation. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye.